Welcome to a special series of the Her Empowered Divorce podcast. Here, I'm introducing you to a variety of expert professionals for your divorce team. Some you may know about, others you may not. I'm your host, Beverly Price, Divorce and Empowerment Coach. I'd like you to be aware of all the resources available to you that weren't available to me during my divorce because I want your divorce to be a better experience than mine was. From attorneys and mediators to financial experts to real estate and mortgage professionals, domestic violence experts and child-centered divorce, we'll be exploring how these professionals can support you. Through these conversations with incredible divorce professionals, we hope to provide valuable insights and information to empower you to make informed decisions and feel confident as you move forward in the divorce process. We're in your corner, empowering you to be the master of your divorce while feeling confident, capable, beautiful, and stepping into the next best chapter of your life. Join me in each of these episodes for practical advice, actionable tips, and insights to prepare you for this challenging time. Let's get started. Greetings and welcome to the Her Self-Expression Divorce Expert Series. I'm Beverly Price, Divorce and Empowerment Coach, and in this special Divorce Expert series, I bring you experts from various fields to provide a comprehensive guide for women navigating the divorce process. Whether you are a soon-to-be separated, separated, divorcing, or divorced woman, this information can help. I have these questions for you to consider. What is a forensic accountant and what do they do? Do I need one? How do I know if my husband is hiding assets? And how do taxes affect a divorce settlement? Well, today I'm joined by Amy Adler. And Amy has quite a few uh, certifications to her name with these abbreviations. We've got CPA, CFE, CDFA, and she is the owner and CEO of Adler Divorce Financial Consulting. She's an expert in forensic accounting and will share her insight on the important role she plays in the divorce process. Amy, thank you so much for joining me today. I am so looking forward to this. I have a lot to learn and I know our audience does. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's great. You have a lot of those credentials after, their, after your name. What do they all mean? Oh, good question. So CPA means I'm a certified pain in the, you know what? <laughs> no, actually it means, it means that I'm a certified public accountant, which means that I work as an independent accountant in the state of Texas, although I can get reciprocity in most any state in the country. Uh, and okay. that allows me to be, um, to have the additional credentials of being a forensic accountant. So in order to be a forensic accountant, you have to have some background in accounting and a CPA license allows that expertise. So the CFE is a certified fraud examiner, which is just like it sounds. I'm, I'm licensed to be able to investigate and support in litigation associated with fraud, which of course is an issue in divorce situations mm -hmm. quite a bit. 
Um, and then the CDFA is a certified divorce financial analyst. So that gives me right. the specifics around the divorce process. Absolutely. We've got um, a couple CDFAs in the series, but what I really want to hone in on is this fraud investigator and the forensic accountant. What types of situations do you see when you dive into um, those situations requiring forensic accounting or fraud investigation? So there's a couple of different possibilities for the forensic accountant's role in the divorce process. One is uh, when somebody has what they consider to be separate property, which is an asset that they've either inherited from family members who passed away while they were married, or it was gifted to them from family members or from other people in their lives while they were married that they want to consider to be separate that's not part of their marital estate especially if it got commingled with other assets that are marital assets, people can right. hire a forensic accountant to do some analysis of the data and the transactions involved in those accounts to be able to separate what is separate property and what's community property so that only the community property portion gets divided in the, in the divorce process. So that is one very major aspect of a forensic accountant's role in a lot of cases that right. I work on need that. The other is when one spouse thinks that the other spouse is hiding assets in the divorce process. Right. So if they had not disclosed all of the bank accounts or all of the investments that they have in the initial discovery process with the attorneys, or if they're just not using attorneys and are trying to do it on their own and they want to make sure that everything's been uncovered and has been listed properly in the divorce process, then they may hire someone like me to do an investigation looking into the documentation that they do have to be able to see if there's anything that uh, that looks significant that's missing. Oh, interesting. So <clears throat> people who are not going to an attorney may hire you. <clears throat> oh, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. In fact, a lot of times, a lot of my clients don't have attorneys. They just, because divorce is oftentimes mostly about the money. So if they, if they want to have confidence that everything that they're doing on their own without attorneys is accurate and reliable, then they may hire someone like me to be able to compile all of the information and do the data analysis to come up with what is in their marital estate so that they can figure out how to divide it best themselves. Now, do you, do you tend to work with an individual, a spouse in the marriage or the couple? In the forensic accounting role, if I'm doing an investigation or if I'm doing a separate property tracing, then I will re represent one side 100%. Okay. If I'm doing other types of work, then I can represent both both spouses. But if um, and so if I'm if I'm assisting them with compiling and valuing their marital estate without attorneys and doing the um, analysis of the separate property calculations and things like that, I can work with both spouses. But most cases, I'm just representing one of them. If a spouse has, or if the two spouses jointly own a business, but let's say if the spouse is, owns the business in just their name, is does that have a higher risk for fraud or hiding assets than if if they if it's a couple that doesn't own a business? <clears throat> yes, <laughs> businesses are very easy ways for spouses to try to conceal the existence of assets because 
a business has its own accounts and usually has its own income. And especially when it's a certain type of business where from a tax perspective, all of the income flows through to the owners, whether the cash is in their accounts or not, then it's easy right. for business owners to hide that money in the business and not to actually show it to their spouses in the divorce process. Wow. Are there any warning signs um, or signals that a woman can pick up on that there may be a situation that needs the kind of investigation that you do? For the potential for fraud? Um, yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, yes, when the spouse is being very private and being, uh, and not being very forthcoming with information, then that's usually a sign that they have something to hide. Okay. Um, okay. oftentimes if they are caught in doing other, um, inappropriate things, maybe if they're having an affair. That may also be a sign that there's more lies happening. Yes. And that it might be worth considering looking into some of the other aspects of their life from a financial perspective. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, I had if, a it just, if it just doesn't add up. Right. I had a client who's husband was very negative to her, very critical, very mean, very hostile while they were married. And she started asking him for the paperwork, the financial paperwork she would need to fill out the disclosures. And when it came time to ask him for the business paperwork, not only did he slow, but all of a sudden he did a 180 and became a nice, warm, loving kind of person. And my alarm bells went off when that happened. Would your alarm bells go off? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Okay. Yes. Any, okay. any significant change in, in personality and behavior would, would suggest that there's something going on. It may not be okay. fraud, but it definitely is something. Right, right, right. So I guess the, the common thought you mentioned earlier was if somebody lies about something, there's a greater chance they're lying about other things. Yes, okay. exactly. Gotcha. Now, if a woman has gone through a divorce and she didn't have an attorney, but the man had an attorney and she got kind of the short end of the stick, is there any recourse after the fact that she can do, you know, can look at? Well, um, that's a really good question for an attorney for, for, first okay. of all, um, from a, from a financial perspective, um, it certainly would be worth considering whether it would, it would be helpful or necessary to look to filing as an innocent spouse with the IRS if there's concerns about any fraudulent tax reporting. Um, okay. In terms of recourse with getting a bad deal, my understanding, especially in Texas, which is where most of my clients are, though I've worked with clients all over the country, is that if a if an asset is uncovered after the divorce is finalized that was not disclosed during the divorce process, 
it is very possible for a judge to award the entire asset to the spouse that uncovered and did not know about the asset to begin with, as opposed to splitting it in half. So wow. there can be some recourse, but also fraud is a is a criminal offense. So it may right. also be benefit, and especially if there's fraud in a business, there may be other avenues in the legal system that somebody could go down in order to get some restitution. But again, I would recommend consulting with an attorney to, to really confirm that. Gotcha. Absolutely. Um, I knew a client who started a retirement account before getting married, but continued to contribute after the wedding. Can you still help a woman in this scenario? Yes, that is exactly what a forensic accountant does. When okay. the assets get commingled like that because there's a separate property portion that was contributed prior to the marriage and all of those assets that she purchased with those funds before the marriage are growing in value over time. And that growth right. and value is still also her separate property. So wow, if she okay. bought Microsoft stock before she got married, and it was valued at $50 a share at the time. And when she gets divorced, it's valued at $100 a share. It doesn't matter. That share that she bought is hers, regardless of what it's worth on that date. So it sometimes takes a forensic accountant to be able to trace, especially if there was any trading that happened or if more Microsoft shares got purchased with some of the marital funds, which she contributed afterwards. So it can get to be a really complex and time-consuming exercise for a forensic accountant to be able to separate it out. But if there's a, a significant dollar value there in assets from prior to marriage, it could be worth it to go through that process. Wow. Um, does that same kind of situation apply to home ownership? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So if a woman owns the house in her name before they get married and then adds him to it, she's still entitled um, to that. Now, if if they both bought the house, but she put more money into it than he did, is that something you deal with too? Yeah, so there's the legal aspect of that question and then there's the financial okay. aspect of that question. So. Um, this is where the, the benefit of a forensic accountant working with an attorney comes into play because the, the attorney okay. is going to need to fight for the client's right to keep their whatever they're considering to be separate property. Because how property ownership, um, residential and, and uh, commercial real estate can be a lot stickier than like a, an investment right. in a mutual fund or a stock because it's harder to justify, especially if it's the marital home. And of course, mm -hmm. it varies from state to state too. There are only 10 states in the country that are community property states where the separate property is as clear. The other states do things very differently as well. So state to state is gonna vary, county to county even within the state is gonna vary how they treat this. Um, and so the answer to that question is, is a challenging one to, to respond to from a nationwide perspective. However, sure. from a financial perspective, it's easy for me as a forensic accountant to be able to report on what was the separate property contribution to that property, you know, even if it was used okay. 
to buy a house that then that house was sold and bought, they bought a new house when they got married because people move all the time. Or after they got married, they bought a house together. And so the original house with the separate property um, was just in her name, but she sold her house to move into the marital home with him. If there was money that went into that marital home from the sale of her original house, and that can be proven, then that's something a forensic accountant can trace through to be able to prove that there's some separate property portion, either of the asset itself or at least the dollars that she put into it that she can be reimbursed for in the divorce process. Interesting. Yeah. This is very technical work. Um, some people yes, are cut out for technical and some are. I am not a numbers person. <laughs> but can you share with me how you got interested in it? Oh, gosh, it's fascinating. Yes. Okay, so I, I majored in accounting. I did not want to do accounting, actually. My father <laughs> was an accountant, too, and I watched my dad get laid off from his job every year while I was in college. And oh, wow. I just, yeah, it was so hard. And so I thought, well, there, this is terrible. There's no way that I'm going to do this. But some classmates actually convinced me that the, the industry was changing and that there was a lot of opportunity available. And so this was a really good path for me. So I did it. I majored in accounting. And for 20 years, I worked in the audit and fraud investigation industry in various capacities, in the corporate world, in public accounting and such. And I just never really felt fulfilled doing it. It, right. it always made me feel like I was just kind of making the greedy richer. And mm -hmm. I, I always had a just an affinity for serving other people. Like I really wanted to be able to be more connected with humans in my process. So fast forward 20 years and two divorces later. So I got married and divorced twice. And after my second one, I'm there I, with you, hon. Are you? I'm there You're with you. You're a member you. of the club. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, well, after my second one, I just, I, I was not feeling well physically. And I spent several months recovering from that. And, and in that process, had a bit of an epiphany uh, that was almost quite literally a voice speaking to me that said, Amy, you have to use your professional expertise and your personal experience to help people through the divorce process and as a financial wow. expert. And I thought, wow, that is like such a great idea. <laughs> so uh, yeah. that's what I've been doing ever since. And I have not looked back. I absolutely love it. It is so incredibly rewarding to be able to help people avoid some of the crap that I went through myself in my own divorces. Wow. So overall, how crucial would you say your role is into the process? I would say that it is very crucial for a lot of people going through divorce. It's a stressful time. It's mm -hmm. hard to make good decisions for yourself. Divorce is a very different world too than even a normal accounting or business environment. So even the most financially savvy people learn things that they didn't know that really benefit them when they have experts right. like me able to help them through the process. It's, it can be an expensive thing, but it also almost every single time 
saves people or earns people way, way more than the cost right. of a financial expert services. Yeah. I know many professional women, senior executives, that may feel they understand budgeting and projections and profit and loss who might think, oh, I don't need this. I can handle it myself. What would you say to them? Uh, that's what I said in my own divorces. <laughs> Both of them. Okay. And I learned things afterwards that had I known, the outcome would have been incredibly different and much more beneficial wow. to me. Now that said, strong, independent women are going to be fine regardless of what they end up giving up in the divorce process. So no matter what, they will come out on top and will be just fine. However, they probably deserve and are entitled to more than they think. And having somebody in their corner to lift that burden from their shoulders can be incredibly beneficial to A, give them the headspace to think about other things and even maybe focus on their work in the process. Mm -hmm. But also just to have the education and support that's needed to go through that process. I will say as an independent, strong, former executive and current executive now in my own business, that leaning on other people has always been challenging for me to do. I've, right. I've really struggled to even allow myself to lean on other people. But in the right. divorce process, especially, it's crucial. Absolutely. I found it, statistics actually show that four out of every five professional women think that they are less than other professional women. And so I found that some women have one personality at work and another personality in their relationship. And typically their personality in their relationship is in their mind smaller or they defer to a husband when they may, may be a power player in business. And I often wonder, does that does that contribute to them not asking for more that the guilt uh, perhaps of the failure they may be a high achiever and this is the only thing they've ever done that they perceive they fail so a lot of times I think the the professional woman has a whole unique set of emotions going on that can drive her in the divorce process Oh, absolutely. Yes. And especially a professional woman who has children. Mm -hmm. It's an even, even more challenging emotional roller coaster to go through. Oh, yeah. Um, absolutely. absolutely. I agree. Or... So um, when is the best time for a woman to reach out to you during the process? I usually recommend first stop to talk to me. Uh, I, I think that understanding the finances in your marriage and being able to have all of the data available before you hire an attorney arms you with knowledge right. and 
costs less in the divorce process because of all of the legal steps that you can avoid by already having all of that information compiled and available and organized. Yeah. I say the same thing about divorce coaching, that that should be kind of the first point person you bring in because then that divorce coach kind of is the quarterback for the process can refer you to professionals and can tell you here are the steps you need to take. And one of the first steps after uh, a coach is that financial professional okay. to help organize and see that situation. And I agree with you before an attorney. At least before filing for divorce, I think you're right that yes. having a, a coach to be able to explain what the options are for going through the divorce process would be super helpful for folks to be able to realize that there's more than just going down the litigation road available to them. Yeah. I, I also work with women that are just considering divorce because mm -hmm. I'm not pro-divorce. So I help them weigh the options and I help them understand that process and what some of the financial implications are as well. That's so, great. So I like them to get in that stage. But what you do is so absolutely fascinating and there's been so much information. Is there something, what three practical steps would you offer women uh, who are listening to this? I kind of look at it like three lessons that I learned from my own divorces that I wish I had known before and during the process. One right. is the decisions around divorce are usually related to money and kids. Mm -hmm. And of course, there's always emotions behind them, but the, but the right. end result is, is how to address the money and the kids. There are experts out there who address both, and they're very, very valuable to speak with in the process. Right. It's worth the additional cost most of the time to hire those right. people to get the best outcome. Yeah. So that's the first thing. The second thing okay. is more related to the financial expert. No matter where you are in the divorce process, a divorced financial expert can and most likely will be a very valuable asset mm -hmm. during even after the divorce process. One of the things that I do as a CPA and and because of the fact that the accounting and CPA tax world has changed so much over in the last several years with right. COVID and a lot of CPAs retiring and not very many new CPAs coming into the market because it's a, uh, a challenging business to get involved in. Learning to do your own taxes after divorce can be a huge bonus because Interesting. you can save hundreds, if not thousands of dollars a year. And it's really not that difficult for most people. Most people don't actually need to hire a CPA to give all of their records to every year and file their taxes for them. If they can spend a couple of hours a year themselves doing it and then they have an internet connection, TurboTax asks, asks all of the right questions of people to help them get all the important deductions, even if they own their own business. 
It's really interesting, interesting and really easy to do. So I teach people how to do that. So understanding that there are benefits to having a financial expert, CPA slash forensic accountant in the in and after the divorce process is also a really great uh, tool to keep in your toolbox. And the third thing is kind of similar to the first two. You don't know what you don't know. And divorce right. is incredibly stressful, emotionally draining, and it is so incredibly valuable to have a tribe supporting you through this process that there is almost 100% guarantee that if you try to do it yourself, no matter what your situation is, if you try to do it yourself, you're not going to come out of the process in as good of a position as you would if you did rely right. on the people who are there, who are experts, who've been there before, or who have worked with people there before and can help because they, they learned the hard lessons the hard way. Absolutely. And I think um, another benefit to the financial professional is there can be so many implications within a proposed settlement not just, you know, winning and losing assets, but tax implications. Oh, yes. You know, from the standpoint of I may, I may ask for this, but it may give me a huge hit in taxes where if I'd asked for this over here, I wouldn't have to pay the taxes. So that's right. Um, having that financial professional to look at it from all angles, I think is absolutely critical. Yes, and that really goes back to the conversation about budgeting too and understanding liquidity needs in the near future versus long-term future. Thinking through exactly. the tax consequences of that is important because the tax piece doesn't really come into play unless you're going to liquidate the assets and need to use them in, an, in the near future. So um, it's a, a much bigger picture question that's really valuable to have financial experts available to help think through all of the details same thing with like mortgages and home ownership exactly. and all you know yeah there's it's a very big undertaking to know even what your options are and what happens to you from a tax perspective or other financial perspective when you make these various decisions so yeah i um i really enjoy helping people through that stuff yeah i think that there are so many issues with women wanting to keep the house yes um, that they don't understand what all the ramifications are to them and one of the things i and i um, advise my clients is to view this process as a pure and simple business transaction devoid from emotion and once you can pull those emotions out and take your time then it can come out much more beneficial to you than if yes, emotions except. are driving it. I'm uh -huh. sorry to interrupt. One, no, one go ahead. Point that I, thank you. One point that I make with my clients all the time, when especially when they're adamant about keeping the house, is right. think about there is an emotional impact here. Think about what it's going to be like for you to live in that house that you lived in together while you were married, to sleep in exactly. the same bed that you slept in and the same sheets. Is that really good for your mental health, for, you know, for your, for your children, for your space? Is that really what you're wanting out of your life going forward? Or is it just that you want to stay comfortable what you're familiar, with what you're familiar with? 
And that's right. a really valuable question that I ask people when we're talking about financially, you know, can they afford it? It's not just that. It's really like, is this the best it thing is, for yeah. you? Absolutely. I totally agree with you. So, Amy, I'm sure there are people out there that want to learn more. So how can our listeners find you? Well, my website is yourdivorceasset.com. I believe that I am a significant divorce asset, and that's why I came up with that uh, website. And my email address is amy at yourdivorceasset.com. So you can reach me that way. And uh, I also am on social media in Adler Divorce Financial Consulting or Your Divorce Asset. Lots of ways to learn more. I love to post helpful tips and tricks and educational materials on social media on a weekly basis. It's just valuable to get the information out there and help people through this process. So I do it on the regular. And, um, and then my website and email addresses are great ways to reach out to me directly. Wonderful. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with our audience before we go? I think we've pretty much covered it all. I really appreciate all your time, Beverly, and thanks for having me on. Oh, thank you so much for sharing all your expertise and wisdom. I know it's helpful for so many. So for more information on Amy and her services, check out our show notes that are on the website herselfexpression.com and you can learn more about contacting her. At Her Self Expression, we believe that women supporting women is our greatest strength. That's why I've brought you incredible women experts who can help you through every stage. Together, we form a team that can help you through the entire process. Whether you're considering divorce, separated, in the midst of the legal and financial process, or already divorced and looking for a better life, there is help and support available to you. We've had such great episodes. I want to thank all my guests, and we will see you in future series to come. Thank you so much, and take care. Thank you for tuning in to the Her Empowered Divorce Expert Series podcast episode. We hope that you have found the information shared in this episode valuable to you no matter what stage you are in divorce. Remember that it can be a challenging time, but with the right support and guidance, it can also be a time of growth and empowerment. If you are interested in learning more about divorce coaching, how it should be the leader of your divorce team, and how it can help you navigate this difficult process, be sure to visit my website at herempowereddivorce.com and request a free consultation. We also encourage you to check out our other episodes and resources on the website and to stay tuned for more expert insights and advice on how to create a positive, empowered divorce experience. Take care and we'll see you soon.